Hello everyone, welcome to Smart Zara. This episode, I wanna talk about something I feel so passionate about. Um, I wanna talk about brown aunties, or just like, I feel like that you can find a lot of these characteristics in like the older women, like the moms and the grandmas and the aunts and stuff like that um, of your family, no matter what culture. It does not have to necessarily just be South Asian. You could find this pretty often in like, a lot of other cultures but I'm going to talk about my experience with dealing just with you know certain aunties have audacity and you know just trying to just grow from that and just trying to like like just trying to like grow from their weird behaviors and just their judgmentalness I mean helps the character development but it is something that I feel like I can talk about quite well and this kind of overlaps with um, my other podcast. Um, it was about like cultural, I, forgot, I think it was about like representation and like culture. I don't remember the exact one. Um, but, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, which you totally should if you don't, it's just at SmartZara, Z-A-A-R-A. And um, I made a reel about this, about how, um, you know, I was making fun of the fact that, you know, brown aunties will act like everything is all good and amazing after spending 15 minutes of, like, just body shaming you. And that is an experience that, unfortunately, has happened to myself and, of course, to, like, so many other people, regardless if, like, you're a guy or a girl, because, um brown aunties don't hold back they always just feel this um undenying urge to just say whatever comes to their head like there's just no thought it's just go for it let's just say what we want so the first topic i want to talk about is gossip um it's no secret that every like Every community loves to gossip, but I think especially for the South Asian community, we love to gossip. Regardless of how old you are, people love to hear what other people are doing, you know, how they're doing, how they did this, what they did, why they did, like what's going wrong in their life. Like I feel like like a big reason why I believe in Nuzzer and Evil Eye, basically. Also, if you guys want me to make a whole episode on that, I literally will. I'm so, I can talk about that too. But anyways, um, I feel like the whole reason I truly believe in Nuzzer and Evil Eye is because I'm so, I've seen how these brown aunties firsthand, some of them even relatives of my own life, really do prey on other people's downfall like they really don't want to see you winning and you know maybe it's because the south asian community like a lot of us were raised under this like competitive like cutthroat mindset like it's a very typical brown thing to like always want to be the best and always be one step ahead of everyone around you and like obviously everyone wants to be the best best version of themselves but it's like like, they will be selfish and want to, like, like you know, do what it takes and, like, kick you down if it means they get to be risen up. So, they love to gossip. They love to, you know, just be very snaky and very two-sided. And um, I've seen this in a, a bunch of situations. And um, I'm trying to think of... I, I also know that gossip about other people, too, it, it you know, everyone's fair game. 
everyone's fair game. It does not matter how young you are or how old you are. You will get, like, I feel like for older people, like, you won't hear, like, lots of aunties, you know, talking smack about, like, someone's grandmother, but they will 100% talk smack about how a 10-year-old, you know, looks chubby in a certain dress. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like sometimes you just sit there and you're like I've watched it happen I've experienced it firsthand myself too and in my head I'm just like bro that is a child you are like a 58 year old like like a human being like you're a 58 year old grown adult like you've had you've lived half your life already like why are you trying to kick down a 10 year old or in my case I'm a teenager, I'm 17, so I, especially now, like, I'm in that prime age where, you know, it's like, you know, everything I'm doing is being watched, so who I'm talking to, who I'm sitting with, like, all of that is being watched, and, like, who I invite to parties, and who doesn't invite me, like, all of that is talked about, and, like, it's so, I feel like that's a big reason why I kind of low-key have trust issues, because it's kind of, like, like, you just, just, especially when it comes to, like, having super close brown friends too you're kind of just like will they tell their mom this or like like how am I supposed to be like will they tell their mom this what will their mom say like their mom will definitely talk to someone else like you really have to think twice about what you're saying and who you're saying it to and who's around you because everyone is listening I was just recently at my best friend's grad party and now that I look back at it like I was like talking to my friends like really openly and like really wholeheartedly and then in the back of my head I was kind of like there's someone sitting so close next to me that I know they're probably listening to what I'm saying so I better shut up now before I say something and it gets into the wrong hands and I was just like and like that's kind of annoying because like I you know like if you barely see you know certain people you only see them at certain events like you have to tiptoe around how you like how you want to have certain conversations and you really want to catch other people up in your life but like you really have to tiptoe because everyone's trying to get into your business and you have to be really really cognizant of who's around you and what you're saying and what 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 you're saying who you're saying it to how you're saying it like it's just it's so much extra work that can go for anyone really like in any situation any community but I feel like it's completely heightened in the brown community so yeah gossip can happen to anyone no matter how young you are nothing like they're ruthless and the next one kind of goes hand in hand with gossip is like usually they're blind to their own kids actions and behavior so like I just know like so many times especially because this is like a very common like immigrant parent thing for parents to compare you to other kids but they don't know that their other kid like this other kid they're comparing you to um you know gets blackout drunk on the weekends and you know smokes hella weed you know like that's just random but I'm just saying like they don't know the other side of the story and like sometimes I hear some of these aunties talk about like their sons or their daughters and they'll be like yeah like you know they're doing so well they're at this school or they got this job and you know they're doing this internship and they got this much on the SAT and I'll be in my head and I'll be like yeah and uh they be doing some other stuff too because again people talk and what you do is not hidden from anyone um how you present yourself on social media is not hidden from anybody like you know girls like like not girls but um 
not just girls trust me the brown guys in the community i'm getting to you next they love to gossip a hundred times more than females let me tell you that i learned that this year brown boys will do anything to listen to some tea they will literally be okay like like but you have to initiate it so if i'm just like oh my god i'm so annoyed at you know so and so they are the first ones to be like girl tell me what she did or tell me what he did or like they love to listen okay i they really fuel a lot of gossip because they kind of instigate things and stuff like that I'm not saying all brown guys, there could be a couple outliers out there, but I'm saying in my experience from what I've learned this year, a lot of my brown guy friends, you know, they, they don't, they are not complaining if they get some tea. They, they like, they like a good tea session. Um, so yeah, they're blind to their own kids. They kind of, they, they just don't realize like the kid they're hyping up also does like a bunch of different things. And if you were to call them out for it, I have never called out anyone's kid and been like oh they do this this and that i just don't feel like a it's my place or b like that's my story to tell you know if you know i i also don't know what happens behind closed doors so maybe their parents do know about it and they're just choosing to overlook it or it's something they're working on it's all good but you know maybe someone will you know put that policy to test fake religion i think this kind of goes in again i feel like i made a podcast about this before but i will retouch upon it again because it's just i it's something i think about pretty often so a lot of brown aunties you know they'll they'll keep the hijab on their head you know casually it's not like they're actual hijabis like they're not like committed to it they'll put it in it's like a cultural thing to put it on your head if you're in the presence of males or stuff like that but you know, I, I know hella aunties who, you know, they pray five times a day, you know, like super cut, like super conservative, eat just halal, you know, say inshallah, alhamdulillah, recite like, you know, half the Quran and half their conversations, you know, they're very religious women, but way too many of them, you, they'll, they'll pray on time for namaz and then the next minute they'll be like oh my god do you know what she did to him and you know what he did to her and you know just basically gossiping which i mentioned before and it's like if you it's one thing to pray five times a day like that's great like that's what you should be doing like any muslim should be doing myself included but um it's like you can do the motions of the religion but they don't enact the actual principles of the religion. I feel like this is a huge thing that really annoys me because it's like, so you like, you can pray, you can read Quran, you can do all of that. But if you're not truly enacting the religious beliefs into your life, into what you do every day, in the way you conversate, in the way that you, you know, in the way that you treat other people, then are you truly practicing Islam or practicing any religion you truly believe in like it just really annoys me because they'll they'll be they'll judge you for not being religious when they're actually not being religious either you know going and talking shit about you know so-and-so's daughter or so-and-so's son or you know just judging people off of what they wear or what you see you know that's like the one of the top things you're not supposed to do in islam of all things if there's one thing i learned through sunday school it's that let me tell you that it was to always treat people with kindness to not be judgmental you know to always 
you know, like don't hold grudges, be forgiving. But like that is like the last thing you will ever find in the brown community. Like forgiveness, like na 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 na. Brown brown people, we love holding a grudge. We love having beef. We love starting beef. We love instigating beef. Like it's just a part of the nature that we have. And it's just like if you want to practice Islam in its entirety, you know, do that. Don't just pick and choose what you practice. You know, you can do the motions. You can do the physical motions that you need to do. But spiritually and mentally, they're not into it. You know, they're really, really not into it. And that really annoys me because they will judge you for not being quote unquote religious when they are literally doing exactly what you're not supposed to do, like the basics of it all. Um, okay, so moving on is, um, if you've watched Hasan Minhaj and Homecoming King, this is, like, an idea that he touches upon. If you don't know, Hasan Minhaj is a, a, um, South Asian comedian. He's very funny. I love his Netflix show, Homecoming King. It's great. But, um, he has this part where he just emphasizes the idea of lo kya kenge. That was terrible, Urdu. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to work on it. But, which translate to what will people think? And again, this kind of goes hand in hand with the whole gossip and everything that this podcast is about. But it's kind of just like, um, every action you do is being watched, which I mentioned earlier. And so, like, if you were to branch out and do your own thing, like, you know, work in a certain industry or take a gap year or, you know, just anything that may seem quote-unquote radical or not in the traditional sense of what everyone else is doing, you know, the fear of, you know, parents is, or parents or just families are, what will people think, you know? Um, And this can apply to, like, literally any realistic situation. Like, for example, I, um... You know, I've openly talked about my mental health on social media a few times and just, you know, I've talked about, you know, just like self-harm and all that. I've openly talked about that and, um, you know, at first when I started taking care of myself and I started my whole mental health journey, my parents always told me, one of you know, just keep it confidential, keep it low-key, like don't tell a lot of people, you know, really keep it just between us because their fear of low-kia king it that's terrible urdu i'm so sorry i have such a thick accent of just what will people think and you know that kind of dictate dictates dictates um you know your every move your every just like anything no matter if it's a move that benefits you or if it's like if i wanted to take a gap year my and i went to my parents right now and i said you know what i don't really want to go to college immediately i want to take a gap year my parents will likely, 99% certain, they'll be like, but what will people think? Like, what are we going to tell people? Like, that is their one of their main priorities. No matter if your well-being is, you know, considered or not, it's what will people say? What will people think? You know, and it's just, it's a real, like, people have a complex and, you know, despite no matter how many times I've tried to explain to my own parents that, like, why are you worrying so much about something that is out of your control and is not your responsibility? You know what I mean? No matter what you do, you will never please everyone. You will never, you know, people will always have something to say about you, but, you know, why are you living your life according to what they're doing and thinking? Like, you'll never be able to please them. It's out of your control, so why are you wasting so much energy doing that? And that is just a concept that feels 
so far to them. I understand it's because they've grown up with this concept and it's been passed down generation to generation. And I hope to God that this is like my generation, like I will not pass that on to my family in the future. Um, I hope that Generation Z, um, we're Z, right? Yeah right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, that generation Z is that generation that completely just throws that thinking out the back door because it's useless and it's just not realistic, you know? And, um, any crazy stories I have with brown aunties testing me? Um, I'm trying to think. It's so annoying. Like, every time I'm sitting down to, like, make a podcast, like, like any content that I thought about beforehand just like go straight out my head um not nothing off the top of my head maybe when I'm editing this and I think of anything I'll you know I'll voice it in but um if you guys have any crazy stories please let me know dm me comment on um the reel that I made with this um and if you're new or you've been listening to my podcast thank you so much for listening you are loved you're needed and you're more than enough bye